My name is Ann Bradley Thomas, and today we'll be praying Psalm 4. The opening prayer was drawn from the prayer of confession last Sunday, and the closing prayer was inspired by Eugene Peterson's words on rhythm. The contemplative Sunday school class picked the Psalms last spring to shape and form us, to speak to our hearts and minds, and to draw us to our Creator God. If you have a candle, light it to remind you of the presence of the Holy Spirit. As you listen to an instrumental version of hymn 676, reflect for yourself why are you participating today? We will use the preparation for worship from last Sunday for our centering time today, which was from Walter Brugman's Blown by God Toward Newness. Get comfortable, however that might be for you today. Pay attention to your heart beating. Place your hand on your heart or wrist or neck and feel the blood pumping through your body. Feel that you are alive this moment. Place your hand on your stomach and take a really deep breath as another reminder of being alive this moment. Rest in this moment in time, this moment where the past and the future come together, this moment of now. After Brugman's words, continue focusing on your breathing for a minute as a way to calm your mind and focus your attention on your time here today. Distractions will arise, expect them because that is what the mind does. Acknowledge the thought, feeling, or sensation and return your focus back to prayer. You could also feel your heart beating or concentrate on your breathing to bring your focus back to prayer. Or perhaps pick a phrase like blown by God as a gentle cue to switch focus back to God. Blown. Blown by God. Blown by God towards newness. The news is that God's wind is blowing. It may be a breeze that cools and comforts. It may be a gust that summons you to notice. It may be a storm that blows you where you have never been before. Wherever the wind is in your life, pay attention to it. Dear God of the Resurrection, teach me to trust that which I cannot see. Remind me that this life on earth is not our last chance at happiness. Sharpen my vision. Increase my resolve to live in the grace and light of Jesus Christ's presence. Amen.
We teach our children the acronym ACTS as a way to pray. Start with adoration, move on to confession, admit your sins, move on to thanksgiving, and end with supplication or request. W. David O. Taylor, in his book, Open and Unafraid, says the Psalms invite us to say all sorts of things to God in prayer. When you look at the Psalms as a whole, you see that no emotion is excluded, no topic is out of bounds. Taylor summarized Psalm 4 as a prayer that says, Be the God that you say you are. Listen to Nan Merrill's contemplative interpretation of the psalm, and in the silence afterwards, perhaps, expand your prayer beyond a checklist and pray an honest prayer from your heart. Psalm 4 Answer me when I call, O beloved of my heart. You enveloped me in love when I was in dire distress. Be gracious to me now, hear my prayer. O friends, how long will my reputation suffer shame? How long will you listen to false words? I seek only what is life-giving. You know that the beloved dwells with all who are filled with love. Love hears when our hearts cry out. Though you may feel angry, do not give in to fear. Commune with the heart of the heart as you rest. Be in silence. Bask in the stillness. Face your fears with forgiveness and trust and love. There are many who say, Grant us special favors, O Mighty One. Bestow upon us your grace that we may prosper. Love has brought more joy to my heart than they have when their banks were filled. In peace will I spend my days and sleep at night. For you alone, my beloved, teach me the way of love. Walter Brugman, in his book, Praying the Psalms, says that the robustness and candor of the Psalms are especially evident in the articulation of hatred and anger. There is no thought here that Israel must be on good behavior in the presence of God. He notes that the psalmist endorses the notion, be angry, but do not sin. The speaker of the Psalms, like Yahweh, is never passive or apathetic. They are psychologically honest. In the silence, after the reading from the NRSV, speak to God what really is at stake. Psalm 4 Answer me when I call, O God of my right. You gave me room when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. How long, you people, shall my honor suffer shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the faithful for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him, 
When you are disturbed, do not sin. Ponder it on your beds and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, Oh, that we might see some good. Let the light of your face shine on us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart more than when their grain and wine abound. I will both lie down and sleep in peace, for you alone, O Lord, make me lie down in safety. Taylor suggests that poetry is a native language of God. It is the medium of art by which the author of Scripture, the Holy Spirit, instructs us to address God by way of the prayers and praises of the Psalms. At its best, good poetry makes the familiar strange and the strange familiar. As you listen to Robert Alter's translation, listen for the tension of quaking versus us being still. Listen for the anger at the start and peace at the end of the psalm. Listen for how the image of light is used. Rest in silence after the reading and give God a chance to speak to your heart before responding. Psalm 4 When I call out, answer me, my righteous God. In the straits you set me free. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. Sons of man, how long will my glory be shamed? You love vain things and seek out lies, but know that the Lord set apart his faithful. The Lord will hear when I call to him. Quake and do not offend. Speak in your heart on your beds and be still. Offer righteous sacrifices and trust in the Lord. Many say, who will show us good things? Lift up the light of your face to us, Lord. Put joy in my heart from the time their grain and their drink did abound. In peace, all whole, let me lie down and sleep. For you, Lord, alone do set me down safely.
The next reading will be David Gambrell's paraphrase of the psalm, and then the words will be put to music in the hymn 776, O God, Be Gracious. The hymn is from Celebration Presbyterian Church in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Before the psalm, it notes, For the lead player with stringed instruments, a David psalm. In the silence after the reading in hymn, perhaps ponder how your prayer would change if you sang it alone, if you sang it as part of a community, if you had a friend beside you supporting you while you prayed it. O God, be gracious, hear my prayer, answer when I cry. You give me hope in my distress, you will not pass me by. How long, O Lord, will liars boast while I am smeared with shame? Come set your faithful servant free, I call upon your name. When terror wakes me from my dreams and shakes me through and through, teach me to pray with confidence and put my trust in you. Some fear that you will not provide, they cry, show us your face, but you have satisfied my heart with goodness, joy, and grace. Now lay me down to sleep in peace, in safety let me rest. O God, within your loving care, I am forever blessed.
Eugene Peterson, in his book, Answering God, suggests that Psalm 4 is an evening prayer and Psalm 5 is a morning prayer. He says early in the sequence of the Psalms, it has established these fundamental rhythms in our lives and gets us praying in the cadence of God's Word. The rhythm of breathing in and breathing out is now integrated into the rhythm of going to sleep, waking, and praying. It is first evening prayer, then morning prayer. The order is not reversible. Evening prayer is succeeded after several hours of unconsciousness by morning prayer. The sequence is grace embedded in the earth's rotation. Psalm 4 marks the transition from the daylight world in which it's easy to suppose that we're in control to the night world in which we relinquish our grip on jobs, people, even thoughts, and experience the will that is greater than ours, the God who answers previous to our asking, who acts previous to our prompting. In this silence, after Peterson's contemporary paraphrase of the psalm in hymn 676, rest in awareness of the grace of rhythms. Psalm 4. When I call, give me answer. God, take my side. Once in a tight place, you gave me room. Now I'm in trouble again. Grace me, hear me. You ramble, how long do I put up with your scorn? How long will you lust after lies? How long will you live crazed by illusion? Look at this, look, who got picked by God? He listened the split second I called to him. Complain if you must, but don't lash out. Keep your mouth shut and let your heart do the talking. Build your case before God and wait for his verdict. Why is everyone hungry for more, 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 they say, more, more? I have God's more than enough, more joy in one ordinary day than they can get in all their shopping sprees. At day's end, I'm ready for sound sleep. For you, God, have put my life back together. God of love, I 
Say your own prayer of thanksgiving for this time today before the closing prayer. Dear Divine Creator, you created the world, the seasons, the moon phases, day and night. Teach me to pray better, to let the rhythms of creation work themselves into the rhythms of my life. Teach me to pray that tidal, oceanic prayers, gathering more and more beneath and beyond them than anything we are aware of from our place on the beach. Teach me at low tide to sleep knowing the past is receding and wait knowing that you will be with me at high tide of the day. Amen.